Welcome back to the Weeknight Mysteries podcast. My name is Juras, and I'm joined with my co-host Rain. How are you feeling today? Hello, everyone, and hello, Juras. I'm feeling pretty okay today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, first of all, I would like to mention that we're probably numbering this podcast as the very first podcast of Weeknight Mysteries. Wait, what? We're gonna name it episode one again? Yeah, we're gonna name it episode one again because. Our previous content for a while has been very random. Mm -hmm. It didn't really have a common team going for it. And um, I guess starting off fresh, I would like to start from the very beginning. So this could be officially the first podcast that we're doing together. Even though we have done a good, a good amount of episodes already, I would like to kind of restart it and have like a really good... A different format. A different format, because we have changed the way we research cases mm -hmm. and how we discuss cases. And on top of that, we have made some, let's say, recording improvements to our audio uh, and to the basically recording area, to our little recording studio here. So I'm kind of excited to start this new page in the podcast and really try to get some consistent, high-quality content for our listeners that they could get behind and get excited for every week. Every, um, I would say, week we would post one or two episodes, depending on our schedules. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is the very first kind of new format episode. We hope that the content will be of high quality and uh, you love it exactly they were going to be discussing about a very weird case a very haunting case a case that i think both of us have been aware about for a while yeah i remember you did it at, at smp right yes so we will be discussing the mysterious murder of missy beavers on april 18th in 2016, the body of fitness instructor Missy Beavers was found at Creekside Church of Christ in Midlodian, Texas. Missy's murder garnered significant media attention after Midlodian police released a surveillance footage from inside of the church. Shortly before Missy's murder, CCTV captured an unknown person dressed in what seems to be police tactical gear, walking around the church's hallways while occasionally breaking glass and opening doors. Police believe the person in the video is Missy's murderer. Now, few developments have been made since the investigation started, and Missy's Beaver murder remains unsolved, and the killer has not been caught to this day. It's been, it's been quite a while. It's been seven years, I believe, at mm -hmm. this point that we have no resolution in the case. We have Missy Beaver, yeah. a woman who was 45 at the time of her death. She was born and raised in Texas. She worked as a teacher for a certain amount of years in her life. Then she had kids. She is the mother of three daughters. And after having kids, as far as I understand, she wanted to improve on her health mm -hmm. and physical shape. And she started, you know, exercising. And that kind of passion turned into becoming a fitness instructor. And she had been murdered in 2016 
at Creekside Church. Wait, what was she doing there? At the church? Yeah. She was starting a class. Like one, she became a fitness instructor,、mm-hmm. and she had a class scheduled that early morning in, in the church. They would usually do it in the church's parking lot. Oh, okay. But、ahead. that time it was really rainy.、Mm-hmm. But this fitness program that she was a part of, called Camp Gladiator, they're allegedly notorious for never skipping. Class, no matter the weather. So I think they got approval from the church、mm-hmm. to hold the class inside, if need be. Yeah, pretty interesting because some、um, classes would have their own private space, you know. Yeah. Like uh, uh, I don't know, empty stores and their own private property that they rent out. Yeah. But、um, this type of class was held in the church's parking lot or within the church. That's pretty interesting. It's interesting. I I don't know. Maybe they had to pay the church. Oh yeah, possibly. I mean, I have no idea because the church doesn't really look like your typical church we have here. It doesn't have like the grandiose kind of. Oh, it's not a Catholic church. I think it's a Catholic church. It's、uh, more of a. It kind of looks more like a pretty modern. Modern,、mm-hmm. yeah, like a modern-looking church. You wouldn't really see something like this here.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I guess that American style church.、Yeah. It's more like a facility. It has nice things. I've actually seen some、uh, images from inside of the church. They have like really nice bathrooms and like these big halls where people perform concerts. Like it's a whole facility for the community essentially. Oh, I got it. It's still a church,、mm-hmm. but it's more like a communal space. Yeah, where where you could just go if you are a member of the community. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so she's murdered, and we're gonna discuss a lot about the case. But before we jump into the details, I want to ask your initial thoughts about the case. What do you know so far about the case? And、um, yeah, anything that. Sparked your interest in particular. Why is this case in your radar to begin with? Well, I believe I listened to it at S and P on S and P first, but I couldn't remember much about it. I just know Missy seemed to be a regular、um, woman who was doing fitness、um, instructor as a fitness instructor, and I specifically remember there was a clip or a surveillance video where. Wherein there's a guy or a girl with a weird walking trait, I guess you would say that. It, it, I, I think he that or she was walking weirdly with a gait. Yeah, with a gait, exactly, and was walking around, opening doors and closing, dressed in SWAT gear, and that's pretty much it. It was pretty creepy. It's a creepy case. Yeah, I feel like it's a case where even casual. People that are not really heavy on true crime、mm-hmm. will also be aware of. Yeah, because it's pretty weird. Why SWAT gear? Why dress in SWAT gear? Exactly. Like, why not the regular? I don't know, mask or something. I think we're gonna discuss a lot, and there are actually、uh, angles to this logic.、Mm-hmm. Why the person wore SWAT gear? And I have prepared a lot of these talking points for us. Um, to kind of go over、mm-hmm. the possibilities, what's happening here? It's a heavy case, a lot of interesting details. So I kind of want to jump right into it. Let's go for it. So, 
Let's talk a little bit about her personal life and profession before we jump into the actual death. So she was married to a man named Brandon Beavers. They married in 1998. So at the time of her murder, they have been together for 18 years. It's a long time. They had three daughters together. The oldest was 15 Mm -hmm. and the youngest was, I believe, eight. I could be wrong. In that age range, no adult children yet. Her father-in-law, Randy Beavers, Brandon's father, plays a role in this case. Because I'll tell you a little bit more when we jump to persons of interest. Okay. But he plays a role. So please remember Randy Beavers, his, hers, father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Now, another interesting thing to kind of go over here is that Missy, leading up to her murder, had been posting quite a bit on social media. I think doing regular promotional work for her Camp Gladiator fitness mm-hmm. classes. So she was active on social media. Think about that. And the night before she was killed, she knew that the weather was terrible. It was raining heavily. And we have some CCTV footage from outside of a nearby business that also clearly shows heavy rainfall. Mm -hmm. So she knows it's going to be raining. But Cam Gladiator apparently never skips. So she posted this message. We have the exact message that she posted on her Facebook page. She says, no excuses. You are gladiators. And she basically has a post detailing Mm -hmm. where the class is going to be held. Apparently, she says that the class is going to be held inside of the church. Usually, they happen in the parking lot. Yeah. But this time she's saying, due to the weather conditions, we're going to have it in the building, inside of the church. I wish they just skipped it. I mean, it would be the best outcome for Missy. Mm -hmm. That's for certain. And immediately I have to ask you a question. Because you know what happened. You know that Missy was killed. Mm -hmm. It's not the secret. We don't need to build towards that conclusion. She was murdered by a man or woman in a really weird outfit inside of the church immediately looking at this post do you believe that there is a chance that the killer was actively stalking missy on facebook and saw this post and realized that the class is going to be held inside of the church and that led them to devise this whole idea of breaking into the church sometime before Missy arrives and then kill her. Like, if she, if this was a pre-planned kill, do you think that this post was what inspired the murderer to commit what essentially was murder of Missy Beavers? Did you mention anything about which room that it's going to be held in? She says, tomorrow begins week one and it's weight day. If you've been using the same weight for the last two camps, time to go up 5 a.m creek side the church of christ we have cover under the front the resolution is really bad under the i don't know there is no mention of 
a room. There is no mention of a room. Because mm-hmm. if there was a mention of the room, then why did the killer had to open several doors? Well, we're going to get into that. Okay. It's just an initial question. Do you think that someone was actively stalking her when they saw the post? Everything you know about the case. What is your current kind of take on this situation? I'm kind of aiming for the robbery. For the robbery side of things. That this was a robbery gone wrong. Yeah. Okay, no, that's that's perfectly fine. But I, I, would, I just wanted to kind of get our attention initially on this post mm-hmm. so that we would remember what's happening in the case, right? Uh, now I kind of want to discuss the general location. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just a water break. Uh, the general location where the murder took place. So I'm not sure if you were able to look at the church or the church's surroundings, but I have some images prepared here mm-hmm. that we could review. In the first image, we see what I believe is the front entrance of the church. And then we have a satellite image of the church and the church's surroundings. You can see that from what seems like the back of the church, there is literally nothing but some woods. It seems secluded. It seems a little bit secluded. As you can see, it's in the middle of a... It's like adjacent to a highway. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have any... It doesn't have a lot of other, let's say, businesses or facilities in the immediate proximity. There Mm -hmm. are some buildings scattered around that same stretch of highway. And we're going to talk about them a little bit. But in the immediate proximity, there's generally nothing. There is just the car park. And we have some woods here. Mm -hmm. And behind those woods, there's, I believe, a lake. Mm -hmm. So that's the general vicinity where things are happening. Um, Now, a few things that I found pretty interesting is, and I guess I have to mention these details first, is that the CCTV footage within the church was operational. That's why we have that image, that footage of the perpetrator. But we don't have the CCTV footage from outside of the church uh, in the were parking there, lot. Were there any cameras? There? there were, but they were not operational. Mm-hmm. That's a, a a bummer. Definitely. And uh, it also seems, I couldn't verify this, but from my research, seems that the building itself did not have a burglar alarm. Mm-hmm. Because... The culprit was able to enter from the back of the building and they actually smashed a few windows and were able to get in. I think through the window, but they definitely broke things where if you would have a burglar alarm, though, you know, the alarm would kind of trigger and police units would arrive. Yeah, but I don't think anyone thought of that, mainly because who would rob or who would trespass a church? Exactly. That's a that's a very good question. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But right now, I'm just kind of focusing on the general kind of proximity. I found it pretty strange. There's no burglar alarm, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it is what it is. Now, the general kind of location where this is happening, as you can see, there is another place of business on mm-hmm. the same highway, adjacent to the highway. Is it a sports center? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's where that, remember, mm-hmm. Nissan Altima yeah. took those, took the spin around the building. Yeah. This is where it happened. And I had the even zoomed out view here to kind of illustrate the 
this place is kind of in the middle of three communities in Texas. Mm -hmm. It's like right in the middle. So the perpetrator potentially could be from any of these three communities. We don't really know because the church is kind of located right in the middle of a few cities. Mm -hmm. And the whole general location is very close to Dallas, like very close to Dallas, which is a big city, as you know. It's interesting in how it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Exactly, right? Mm -hmm. And now I have a question for you. Do you think that it makes sense to burglarize this particular church? Like, from a uh, burglar's perspective, I'm asking. Like, mm -hmm. if you're a burglar, and if you want to get some money, because you're, you know, you need to somehow sustain your life, mm -hmm. and you don't have a job, would you go for this particular church in the middle of nowhere? I would go... Or a church, actually. I would go to a store. I would rob a store. A store, right? Yeah, because if you have some money, if you want some money, why go to a church? Sure, there are donation money, but are you really sure they keep it in there? Yeah, that is true. I mean, that's the first thing that jumps to my mind. Mm -hmm. If a burglar is trying to steal from a church, mm -hmm. what really is there to steal? At least in these churches that we have... You really couldn't steal anything. Yeah. You could maybe get a few candles. Exactly. And that's pretty much it. A candles and a box of matches. That's a, as much as we have in our churches. But apparently in, in America. Bible. In the Bible. But in America, they actually have all kinds of stuff in the church. Yeah, like TVs, projectors, all kinds of cool electronics. Like they're really high tech out there. What? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's not your everyday church they i feel like they progressed way into the future with their kind of church setup so there's more stuff to steal there just work with me on this one now i have a question though i looked around the general area like the adjacent highway right mm -hmm. and i and obviously everyone who's listening to this podcast you probably are already aware about the nissan altima that kind of took those rounds around that building and you know that whole portion of the case right the details but no one really talks about the other two general kind of business centers mm -hmm. on the same stretch of highway because not that far away from the church i found another business location where there's a handful of businesses located on that highway and actually even a little bit further back but still on that same highway we have a church another church so my question is do you think that if since you're going with the robbery mm -hmm. do you think that the person who committed this crime was also actively stalking out that other adjacent business kind of center with a lot of businesses and that other church on the other side of the highway do you think that person actually considered going there Possibly, because if it was a robbery, it seemed like a very pre-planned one. So whoever was the burglar or the killer probably scoped out the area. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you would do. Mm -hmm. But I still don't understand why a church, since there are a lot of business centers, so a handful. Why but maybe maybe for this exact reason that no one would expect a church. Mm. You see? And it worked out according to your logic, because there was no burglar alarm. That so, is true. so according to how you're thinking, it actually is you're being smart here by going to the church because no one's thinking that you're going there. Yeah, but it's still pretty mean. It's definitely like is. how how can your conscience take it? 
All right. I think at this point, I would kind of like to jump to the timeline of events just to kind of go over the details and the certain time points that we have. So I would like to begin where the timeline starts at around 2 a.m. on the day when Missy Beavers was murdered. There was an unidentified Nissan Altima vehicle circling a nearby business. You already know what I'm talking about. You've seen the surveillance. Yeah, but do you think it's somehow connected? That Oh, that's where we're going to get to okay. in a little bit. Too excited? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, sometime before Missy arrived at the church that morning, a person entered the church through the back. I don't know the exact time, but I feel like it was not any earlier than an hour before Missy arrived. Was this the same person wearing that SWAT gear or not yet? Yes, it's the same person. Because okay. there was only one guy who broke in, allegedly. That's mm-hmm. what we know, that there, this is a one-man job, allegedly. Was the killer wearing the same thing? The thing about the killing mm-hmm. is that police only considers this guy or girl in the SWAT uniform a suspect. They don't really say that he was the killer. And I believe they don't have the actual footage of the killing. Mm-hmm. Because the area where the kill happened didn't have a CCTV coverage. How so convenient. Yeah, it's really convenient, but at the same time, it's kind of vague. That's why I'm being vague with these kind of information, you know what I mean? So Missy enters the church at 4.20 a.m. that morning because her class was scheduled at 4 a.m. in the morning. Very early, I would like that. At 4.30 a.m., 10 minutes later, a dark... SUV was seen leaving the church parking lot. So between 4.20 and 4.30, Missy had already been murdered. So Missy goes inside of the church at 4.20 a.m., is murdered shortly, within minutes. Oh, that was quick. And then a dark SUV was seen leaving the church parking lot. At 4.35 a.m., the first student arrived at the church and waited inside of the vehicle because they waited for the class. Mm -hmm. At 5 a.m., I believe some more people already gathered. They somehow managed to enter the church. They found Missy dead and they called law enforcement. How did she die, by the way? Stabbing or... She was found dead with puncture wounds to the head and the chest. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch upon this in a little bit. I just wanted to ask some questions. At this part, at this this location, at this time of the night, do you think there would be any other cars parked at the church? Because I wasn't able to find this information. But do you think there is a chance that there are more cars parked at this church? Or do you think there are no par- no cars parked? I mean, I mean, this is a, such a stupid question, honestly, because there's no way for you to answer. No, unless someone's staying there in the church, maybe let's say a security person, a car would be parked in there for sure. But if there's no one, I don't think anyone would purposely park their car and, I don't know, walk somewhere else. Yeah. Well, when the church is literally in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of, exactly. Why would you park there? Exactly. If you're not, if you're not... If you're not staying, co- staying there, there yeah. doing something there, then there's no reason for you to... So I think it's almost even safe to assume there were no cars. Yeah, I think it was asserted at one point. Do you think that the black SUV is connected? Yes, but I'm not sure about the other car. 
We're going to get to that one mm-hmm. in a little bit. Now, as I've said, Missy was found dead with puncture wounds to the head and chest. Police believe that the murder weapon may include tools from near the body, like a ha- hammer. I think a hammer was found next to her body. And if you recall the CCTV footage from inside of the church, the person in the SWAT gear is carrying a hammer. So it could be that that hammer was used to kill Missy. So it was taken taken from within the church. The hammer? Uh-huh. No, I think the I think the. As I understand, the culprit took the hammer with him, but then they left the hammer. Mm. They left the hammer. So the person was in a rush then. But yeah, it does seem like that. Mm-hmm. It does seem. Why like... would you leave your hammer? Exactly. Well, you know what? We have been talking about crime cases for a while now, and this does seem to be a very common occurrence, at least in the cases that we've talked about. Maybe statistically, it's not, but. Whenever we talk about the case, it always seems that the culprit always leaves the murder weapon. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Remember those old school uh, New York murders that we talked about where the guy literally even left his cloak like oh, back yeah. in the day? Like It seemed like at least when we talk about cases, the culprit always ends up leaving the murder weapon. So I, I'm not sure what's happening with that thing, with that whole kind of... Do you think they were in a rush or they purposely left it there? I feel like they were in a huge rush. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were in a huge rush. After the murder had taken place, I don't think they're they're hanging around. Yeah. I feel like they're... Adrenaline pumping. Immediately get out getting out. I don't see a scenario where they're just staying around the church for no reason. But do you think that that person from CCTV with, who moves kind of like an old guy, you remember that video? Mm-hmm. The guy, the, the the person moves kind of slow, has a gait, almost looks like they're struggling just to look around the church, or they're either taking their time. I don't know. And the height is somewhere between five two and five foot six. Do you think that that person would be able to physically assault and kill super fit? Missy Beavers, who's like ripped. Yeah, but yeah, mainly because if that person was a man, he's still gonna be physically stronger than a woman. That is true. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said it. Yeah, like for example, you versus me, you're still gonna be stronger. It's. I didn't say it. It's. I'm. I'm glad that you're saying this. Why? It's true. Yes. Even even if I'm ripped, even if I work out, a man's physical body is still pretty much stronger than mine. Is that bad? No, no. I mean, I'm just letting you speak. I'm just letting you give your take on this topic. I don't want to comment too much. Okay. So, I was thinking more of the lines. Do you think that she was potentially shot? Like she was like like the murderer used a gun. Because it does seem like a gun would make this crime a lot easier from the perspective of you could A, control mm-hmm. Missy, point a gun at her. And, and shoot it. And then she wouldn't move and then shoot it. 
And there's a lot of other reasons why you would want to do it in the culprit's position. You don't want to actually have a physical altercation with the victim. That's how you would end up potentially leaving DNA evidence like a piece of hair, a fingerprint, etc or your blood so you don't want to have your own dna on the victim so you would use a gun especially if this was a targeted attack but what if missy was was what if she turned her back or at least she she did not notice the killer what if she was doing something and her attention was slowly focused on that maybe i don't know getting something from her bag and then the killer just walked in and I think we know for a fact that she noticed the killer. There is oh. a certain portion of CCTV footage mm -hmm. that was not released by law enforcement where I'm just gonna go off on what a detective has told a news outlet mm -hmm. and this detective had seen this footage. They claim that Missy apparently acts like disturbed and visually notices that she's not alone. Mm. So they don't have the exact footage of the murder, but they know that Missy knew she was not alone and she looked kind of uneasy. She did not expect to find anyone in that church. Yeah, because who would? No, that's, yeah, that's common sense, right? So I want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a possibility, since this guy is already wearing a police outfit, that he pretends to be a police officer to kind of gain the trust of Missy and then as she's not ready for... He you has know, her back turned. She back turned. He smacks her potentially mm -hmm. with a hammer in the back of her head. Because I could see that happening. Do you think there's enough time to do it? Because he only had 10 minutes before he left, right? That is a very good point. Do you have enough time to convince Missy yeah. that you're a police officer? That in a SWAT you, gear. In a SWAT gear. You got, you know, like you got my first... What, how I would react is that this is definitely not the legitimate police guy mm -hmm. right here and that something's really weird happening. But maybe maybe I could believe it. I don't really know. I think I would have to be in the moment to kind of know how I would react. But I do agree that there doesn't seem like there's a lot of time mm -hmm. to, to get this whole backstory going. Exactly. And then, but maybe there is enough time. Within 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes. It, let's just say that it's a tight deadline. Mm -hmm. That's all we're going to say. Now, I want to kind of jump to the investigation of the case and what has happened over the years. So, first thing I would like to mention that this general area is apparently pretty safe. There hadn't been any homicides in that area for quite a bit of years before Missy Beaver was murdered. And... I remember we have watched Aaron Stoner's video. Mm -hmm. So remember Aaron Stoner said that... And Aaron Stoner is a YouTube channel guy mm -hmm. who basically does very in-depth investigations into murder cases. 
and he claimed in his video that there was a motion alarm triggered at the church a couple of hours before the culprit even entered the church. I couldn't find any information about that, but it kind of makes sense. If you're a burglar, you would probably try to smash the back windows, check if police crew shows up, and if no one shows up, then you proceed to burglarize. You don't want to just go in straight up. So, But I couldn't find any information about this motion alarm. We only have Aaron Stoner's word at this point, but I feel like he is very good on due diligence, so maybe he did have this info. Yeah, I agree, but... If it were true, then whoever trespassed that killer or a robber, it's, it wasn't an amateur robber. Yeah. Because if it were an amateur robber, let's say a first-time robbery, just go in and out quickly. Exactly. In yeah, and but out. that person waited. Waited. If it was a robber, the either were very confident that they have a lot of time or they were kind of crazy. Mm -hmm, exactly. Uh, there were multiple entry attempts by the culprit. Do you think that he was potentially just testing out the motion sensors? Because he broke one window and I think he broke the little windows on the door. You know how like some doors have like those little narrow windows? Mm -hmm. Those were also broken. So do you think he broke multiple? Because I don't think he... I don't know why would he do it, honestly. But do you think there is a chance that the culprit actively was testing out the system? Or do you think he was just trying to find... He or she was just trying to find a way in? Yeah, but then if you find a way in and then police show up in five minutes, that's also bad. Yeah. So do you think there is a chance that he just broke it and then drew, 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 had driven away, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. and then came back? sometime later yeah but if that actually happened if that was the case then this is a seasoned one seasoned uh, seasoned uh, robber. robber he or she knew what they were doing what he or she was doing I don't think necessarily has to be a seasoned maybe just like some common sense no not necessarily but if if it were like first or second time you wouldn't be that I don't know it wasn't supposed to be like that pre-planned you know mm. what I mean seems like it was planned That is true. Like, it's too accurate, too planned. All right. I know what you're talking about, exactly. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I kind of want us to look at the surveillance footage of uh, what we have the inside of the church. So, the first thing I would like to mention, and you have seen the footage, the guy clearly seems to have no urgency when he's walking around, right? I don't have the footage right here for us, but I'm just saying, like, do you remember how he was walking? It seemed to me like he had no urgency at all. Or he has a problem with one of his legs. He does. He does seem like he has a problem with one of his legs. But still, even if you have a problem, there's no like a pretty relaxed, pretty walk. relaxed walk. The height is between five foot two and five foot eight, which is below average for a man in America. But normal for women. Normal for women. So it's either a shorter man or an average-sized woman. How about middle-aged men? I think still below average. Oh. It's around the same height. So the gender. We have no idea, honestly, because 
gate analysis performed by FBI experts came in inconclusive. They said that wearing the type of gear that the killer was wearing and carrying a weapon would affect the person's gait. So it's difficult to know if that's how the suspect moves in a regular attire. Mm -hmm. So do you know what that means? Maybe the heavy SWAT outfit... Was weighing him or her down. Yeah. And also there's a chance that the culprit is using the gate as, I don't know, a red hearing to kind of throw off everyone. Maybe he doesn't have it. Maybe he's doing it on purpose in this footage. Maybe he's just using it to kind of throw the cops in a different way because the gate is very obvious. It was very obvious, yeah. So do you think it's a male or a female? Do you have a strong sense at this point? Because honestly, I have no idea. I would... I would... If I had to bet, I would say it's a male. Mm -hmm. It just makes, it just seems more likely that a man would break in. And I think statistically, it makes sense that a man breaks into the, you know, church and tries to steal something. So I'm just going to go off of the statistics that I think it could be a shorter man. But what do you think? It's a female or do you think it's a man? I think it's a man, a middle-aged man. I don't know, I'm kind of convinced it's a man, a middle-aged one with a leg problem. Yeah. Now, remember on Aaron Stoner's video, mm -hmm. he claims that there's a good chance, or at least he thinks there's a chance, that the man or the woman might have a prosthetic leg. That part was really convincing, actually. Yeah, the way he kind of... Kind of produced those images mm -hmm. on the on his YouTube video. We can't show them, by the way. So I'm just giving ourselves a note mm -hmm. on the YouTube channel. We're gonna be showing a lot of assets on our YouTube channel for this podcast, but we should not show anything from Aaron Stoner because he's very protective. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, but the prosthetic leg theory, extremely convincing. At least from how he yeah maneuvered the whole. Narrative. Yeah, but also from the surveillance footage, it does look like a prosthetic leg from the way it was positioned. Actually, I looked back at it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't... I don't have it here, I'm sorry. But I, I looked back at it and it doesn't really look like a prosthetic leg all that much. It really looked way more after Aaron was finished mm -hmm. enhancing it. Oh. It, it, it didn't... It, 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 when you watch it, it's not that obvious. But it's a lead, potentially. Mm -hmm. The guy's carrying, or the woman, is carrying a hammer. But I don't see a gun. Never seen a gun. But I think a potential gun could be tucked inside of that SWAT outfit. Yeah, I mean, anything could be tucked in there. Pretty massive. The man is seen opening and closing various rooms around the building seemingly for no reason this is this is why i was convinced it was a robbery that robber dude or girl was opening random doors and then they only had a hammer as far as we know of. i think i think law enforcement mentioned that there were there were tools laying around missy beavers but i could be mistaken here don't quote me on this one mm -hmm. tools so missy brought the tools with her Sorry, water break. No, it actually came from the guy. 
like he brought in more stuff. And I'll show you what I mean in two seconds. Well, that's interesting. Because because I looked back at the CCTV footage that we have, mm-hmm. and in one angle, it does seem like he's holding something. A toolbox. Uh, do you think this is a toolbox? Is this a toolbox? Kind of looks like a toolbox. A it's bit. more like a. It's more file, like a file bag. It's not a. I would say it's more like um, like like a you know you know how a water bottle looks like. Uh-huh. Like this water bottle. Imagine putting this water bottle in a box in like this kind of pillar shaped box. It's like a pillar. Mm-hmm. So in but the interesting part is that he is not carrying this stuff initially. This is on the very final clip. So it's from the church. Potentially. Any ideas what this could be? I'm kind of convinced it's a slim toolbox. Like when you open it and there are like different tools attached. I mean, hey, anything's possible, right? Mm-hmm. Another weird thing about it is I was looking back at the footage and at certain points in this particular angle, you see the guys way back in the back here, he kind of does a really weird motion where he's just gently touching the wall. He's walking through the hallway of the church and he's just gently almost caressing the wall. It doesn't make much sense. I don't know who walks like that and why would you even do it? He's just kind of gently caressing the wall. I, th- I always thought it was because he needed some support. Oh. Because of slug problem. He's using the wall as a support. That's my initial reaction when I first saw the footage. Okay, yeah. no, fair enough. Yeah, like, um, he's having a hard time walking and he needed a bit of a support, so he touched the wall. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. That's actually a good point. In another instance, we have his side profile. Mm-hmm. And it looks to me from this particular side profile that he's almost wearing, like, a motorcycle helmet. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. Like some sort of a motorcycle helmet. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't look like the helmet goes along with the rest of the outfit. Mm-hmm. Seems a little bit wonky. And uh, yeah, there was an instance where he's allegedly trying to open a door, if you remember. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really seem to me like he was putting that much effort in trying to open the door. It almost looks like... Like, he's doing it for a show. Like, he's just trying to pretend for the CCTV footage that he's, oh, you know, I'm trying to do this right now. Oh, yeah, that is creepy. Like, he's not He's not really... doesn't look like he's putting any effort. Yeah. That is creepy because if it were a robbery and he's a seasoned robber, he would have known there would be cameras all over. I think he knew. The outfit. I think he knew about the cameras. Mm-hmm. He definitely knew about the cameras. So do you now think it's robbery or... Oh, I I don't know. I don't know yet. So police took a look at the footage and they said that his gear doesn't look professional. Doesn't look like something law enforcement would wear. Like a real SWAT person. Almost looks like a Halloween costume. Mm Mm-hmm. According to some sources, police doesn't have the footage of the actual altercation. So we allegedly, allegedly law enforcement doesn't know exactly how it happened. Yeah, so once again, I have to come back and ask you a question. After reviewing the CCTV, how would this person 
with mobility issues, murder, murder, Missy Beavers, a, a fitness instructor. So I just want to put out my thoughts here before I forget about them. Mm -hmm. So the only conclusion I'm making here is that Missy Beaver was one way or another not in a fair physical fight. I don't with, think so. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's either she's hit behind her head mm -hmm. or she was held at gunpoint and shot from a distance. That's the only reason I, 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 I could, that's the only logical, you know, way I could see this happening. And if that's the only logical way, I, you know, that could have happened, then is it more likely that this is a pre-planned murder or a robbery? And I think both options are actually likely still. I don't mm. think we can, unless you have some sort of genius insights right now, because I can't really think if this actually, you know, gives edge to any of the two theories that we have. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure, but what if uh, Missy saw that person and this person kind of shocked her or scared her? Because imagine, 4 a.m., you're all alone in a church. A guy walked in wearing a SWAT costume. You're all alone. Wouldn't you be scared? I would be scared. Yeah. So what if Missy was also scared and then this guy just proceeded in walking towards her and killing her, I guess? I feel like Missy would have fended him off if it was just like a straight up. I feel like there was either some sort of deception mm -hmm. or he shot her. You think so? Yeah, I think he shot her. Maybe there was like a couple of minutes of confusion mm -hmm. and she doesn't know what's happening. She's trying to process the situation and just didn't have enough time to get out. Unless she froze. Unless she froze, yeah. Like a normal person. Maybe he pointed a gun at her, and maybe she assumed in the moment that this is a real police officer mm -hmm. who thinks that Missy is breaking into the church. Or what if she just thought it was a police officer, a real one, and just trusted him? And just trust. Yeah, or what do you think if, she po if the police officer pointed a gun at her and said, freeze, and that... And then she froze. She didn't move because she thought that this guy is legit a police officer and that there's some sort of a confusion. And in the moment, she didn't do anything. And then he shot. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Or a, a similar kind of, you know, thing. Mm, possibly. So a lot of people are thinking that this is actually a targeted attack, believe it or not. That this is all pre-planned by a mastermind murderer. Well, it could be either way. It's very convincing. If it's a robbery, it's convincing. If it's a targeted attack, it's also convincing. Yeah. So it's hard to swing one way or another. I agree that this is... I'm also... I'm not sure where I'm leaning in this one. So suspect may have stalked Missy Beavers and planned to make the crime look like a burglary gone wrong. But why, though? The Missy seemed like a regular person. Yeah, but allegedly, according to uh, Missy, uh, or Missy's friends, she had been receiving LinkedIn messages. LinkedIn? Detailing flirtatious and in intimate conversations. 
on LinkedIn. And also, she told one of her friends that she had received a creepy message from a man she doesn't know mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. And I think it happened just one day before the murder. Jeez. Yeah. Also, there had been infidelity in Missy's and her husband's, Brandon's marriage. I believe in 2014, so I believe two years ago, two years prior to the murder, mm-hmm. Missy had, if I understand correctly, cheated on him or they both cheated on each other. I'm not sure, but infidelity. Mm-hmm. So this now it includes uh, someone who might be jealous. Yeah, but why, why wait two years, though? Maybe it's a recent thing. Well, possibly. Maybe it's a recent thing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not... Brandon or Brandon's father-in-law, Randy, because they both have been cleared. Mm -hmm. They have strong alibis. So it had to be... And the the third party or parties. Yes, some people are claiming that maybe Brandon hired a hitman, but I feel like this is just a really... I mean, if you're going to hire a hitman, why hire someone with a gait? Wouldn't you want someone fit who will do the job easier, quickly? I mean, whoever you could get, I guess, at that time. It's not like there's an ample supply. That's true. You know, you mm-hmm. get what you can, but I don't think even that's the case here. I, don't, I feel like that's... I don't know, like, I feel super strong that... I don't Bra- think Bra- that, yeah. Brandon didn't order, like, a yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think that's the case. I, just, I mean, how would you even go about That's so doing that? That's, yeah, it's just crazy, in my opinion. Me too. Um, now... I was gonna also mention that nothing was missing from the church. So the culprit did not steal anything. So that's not a church's toolbox. No, wasn't. Or the hammer was not from the church. Yeah, or he left it there anyway, so I guess you could still consider it not stolen, even that's if true. it was from the church, mm-hmm. right? Um, nothing from Missy was taken either. Even her ring was on her finger, which was valuable. Mm-hmm. So nothing was taken. So if this is a burglary, it seems like the main objective of the burglary is not reached. Like you don't steal anything. Yeah, maybe because it went wrong. It went wrong. Yeah. If, it went if, terribly wrong. Yeah, if, if it was a burglary, it definitely went wrong. You but just want to get out of there. I guess, I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess you kind of want to get out of there. Also, there was a line of thinking that there could have been a second person involved. That the man that we see on CCTV is just one of two. Like a getaway car? Or like another person inside of the church in an area where there is no CCTV coverage. Maybe in the same place where Missy was murdered. Maybe the guy in the video is not the culprit. Obviously, this is super also far-fetched. Because law enforcement suspected that this guy did it. And there's no other indication. But it's just a... Thought. There's no evidence at all to suggest, but you know, just a thought that maybe we're dealing with two people instead of one. In that case, then those people know the outline of the church too well. Maybe they go there. I feel like it's pretty easy to enter it during regular hours and mm-hmm. to scope it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if if it was a I, I guess if this was a burglary gone wrong, right? Was there any way the killer 
could have avoided killing Missy. Like, like you're a proponent about burglary gone wrong theory, or at least you're leaning that way, right? Mm -hmm. Is there any chance that this guy could have avoided killing Missy? Because he was already in a police outfit. He could have just said, stay here. I have to investigate the rest of the church, leave the premises. He also left, got in his car and drove out. Because if you immediately kill Missy Beavers, I mean, you are now probably a life. Uh, you're definitely serving life in prison. As opposed to, I guess... Five to ten years for burglary? One. Probably not, because with that gate, it's gonna be pretty hard to just run away. No? Yeah. I, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, because if, if that guy or girl had a choice, kill the only witness or let her free and just run away with your very obvious gate. I mean... If Missy were alive, it would have been easier to track down whoever that guy was. But I do have holes mm -hmm. in this line of thinking. I think there could be a chance where the guy could have also thought that... How would he know that Missy was the only person at the church? How does he know that Missy didn't come with another three people? Just waiting outside of the church. That's more. There's three more suspects, uh, witnesses. So now you're running into a situation where, instead of one suspect uh, witness, you have three witnesses. Maybe that's why he ran away really quickly. It was over in ten minutes. Yeah, he did. But but do you think that it makes sense for him to shoot just out of panic? Or not shoot? Maybe because because look what he has done up to this point. He had broken into the church, mm -hmm. didn't even steal anything yet, and just banged around, and that's it. Didn't even have anything on him. So he wouldn't even be facing that much of a sentence at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not that much. Like, why, would, why do you take it to the extreme? Why do you go from a burglar situation where, yeah, law enforcement is going to be interested in you and uh, they're going to try to find you. But, you know, you lay low for a few months and you're good to go. I don't think the police was on his mind at that point. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm thinking, I'm thinking he took it to the very extreme immediately. So that's... Panic? What, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that that's impossible. I'm mm -hmm. just saying it's strange. For me, if I'm like a seasoned burglar... I'm doing all these checks and preps, mm -hmm. checking the alarm system, making sure everything goes my way. And I'm going to make this rookie mistake mm -hmm. of killing someone. Because the burglar seemed like he knew what he was doing, right? Was kind of calm. Really calm. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you're so calm and all of a sudden you switch the... You, you switch a flip and then you're like this cold-blooded homicidal murderer in two seconds. You go from being a guy who's like caresses the walls gently. You know, or leaning. Or le little. Yeah, caressing gently, mm -hmm. trying to pry open a door very gently, like being really a gentle 
person just walking around, you know, smashing a little bit of the wall, but not you, you don't really look that intimidating while you're doing it, carrying some weird stuff, you're just kind of all over the place, and then immediately you flip the switch and then you're like, well, maybe that robber thought he had all the time in the world. And then when he saw someone in there, he just panicked. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to actually say that. I think it's also a possibility. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm just building a case for both sides mm-hmm. uh, here. Now, let's talk a little bit about another angle, whether if this was a burglary, right? Mm-hmm. No, sorry, not a burglary. Yeah, whether if this was a burglary, but like a, a different angle. So Brandon, the husband, said that he could not think of anyone who would want to hurt Missy, okay? Mm-hmm. And also, if this was a targeted attack, how would the culprit even know they would be able to kill Missy inside of the church? Why wouldn't you do it in the parking lot? Why are you going through a lot of hassle getting inside of the church while you already know she's going to be going to the church? Just kill her in the parking lot. Why would you not try to follow Missy somewhere more discreet? That is true. Why would you go to this particular class? You know? But then again, I have to kind of add some logic here as well. Missy Beaver usually holds her classes in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she specifically, I think, said that she's still going to hold a class. Now, we know that she didn't say that it's going to be inside of the church, but due to bad weather, maybe the culprit thought that this is a perfect opportunity to kill Missy if they wanted to kill her because they were expecting a low attendance of on a rainy day. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Less potential witnesses. But then again, I think there could be a better place to do it. I mean, it was probably it was probably easier to kill her in a parking lot than within within the church. CCTV footage wise. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, we have to assume that this guy or girl had been studying Missy's movements for a while because how would they even know that Missy's gonna show up alone? How how did the culprit know for a fact that she's going to walk in alone? She's going to held a class. She, there's a, I mean, I would expect her to potentially come in with multiple people at the same time. Yeah, but if these people or person has been studying Missy Beaver's schedule, they would know that maybe she comes earlier than the whole class. Yeah, exactly. She... Is known She's to do that. She's always the first one there. But but then they would also know about the early birds. Maybe that's why it's a quick day in and out. Early birds, the people who come in earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and I would like to jump to the last piece of evidence that we have in this case before we uh, come to conclusion, if we have any conclusion, because I personally have no conclusion here. So the last piece of the puzzle Mm -hmm. is the Nissan Altima. 
And I have a few kind of ideas that I want to ask you about, okay, if we still have some energy here. It's been a long podcast, so for people who are still with us here, we are... Thank you. Thank you very much. We're literally hitting the one-hour mark right now. I mean, it's been a long podcast for all of us, but we have more here, so we have to keep talking. A few weeks after the murder, police found security footage from a nearby sporting goods store. You know what I'm talking about, right? And that Nissan Altima was driving around making some strange behavioral choices. I would like to describe this as this, whatever. So the few things that kind of jumped to my attention that I was able to kind of take away from the footage of the Nissan Alt- The first thing is that the driver, as he's driving along this highway mm-hmm. and pulling in into the parking lot, the first thing that the driver does is they shut their lights off. It's a middle of the night, 2 a.m. It's completely pitch black, dark, I assume, rainy, bad visibility, terrible visibility. Mm-hmm. Imagine heavy rain, terrible visibility. The first thing you do as you pull into this parking lot, see, I actually even took a screenshot of the two um, kind of clips here or two stills. Mm-hmm. You see, and the first one, the person is clearly has the light on. And then as they turn in, it immediately, they, the first thing they do is they turn off the, the lights, the headlights on a really bad visibility, super rainy day. Maybe they were planning to rob the sporting goods store. Exactly. So my question is, do you think that this... Do, I, I almost immediately want to rule out a joy ride by some teenagers. No, there's no way. I want to also immediately rule out like maybe someone trying to learn how to drive. You know what I mean? In a really bad weather. In a really bad weather. It makes sense because it's the middle of the night. In theory, this is when you want to go driving because there's no traffic. You could kind of... Minus the rain, then yeah. Yeah, the rain, I guess, is a factor. But I, either way, as you're pulling into the park... Uh, sorry, the car parking, you wouldn't turn off the light as a new learner. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do that. So I'm almost immediately ruling out any kind of joy ride. I immediately am very, I'm kind of immediately leaning towards foul play uh, motives with this car, the Nissan Altima. So you're saying it's connected? Hmm. I'm not saying it's connected, okay. but I'm saying that whoever was in that car had bad intentions one way or another. Maybe it's connected. I'm saying I don't know if it's connected. Do you think it's somehow the same people if or the same robber, people or persons, or people or person going around scoping the area and which would be the best place to rob? Yes, I think there is a chance. Even though I think it would make more sense for these people to already scope out the area during daytime mm-hmm. to kind of go in, look where the cash register is at, things maybe, that I would like to grab. Or maybe they're waiting or looking if someone's still there. Yes, yeah, still still there at mm-hmm. night. Because it almost looked like the person kind of scoped out. In this one area, as you can see here, mm-hmm. the guy or the girl, whoever was in the car... They drove past to the back of that building Mm -hmm. and there were two cars parked. And this is the moment where I feel like the person in the Nissan Altima realized that there could be more people here. Mm -hmm. 
they may have thought that those two cars indicate that someone's still in the building. Yeah. So they proceeded to kind of drive and park in front of the building, still in the parking lot, but like on the on the other side. And what they did is they waited. They waited in the car for around five minutes, and then they just drove out. So immediately, what what do you think? Do you think it's connected? Do you think that this is the same person? who killed Missy Beaver, because Aaron Stoner, remember mm-hmm. we were watching his YouTube video, he's pretty confident that this is the same person who killed Missy Beaver. Yeah. Do you also feel that way? And then I have to ask, if this is the killer, then who was driving the black SUE? That's a very good question, because I have no idea. Maybe he had two cars, but that's far-fetched. Yeah, two cars. Maybe. I mean, two cars, then it makes you really like a high-end Robert and yeah. two cars. Right there. So, but I mean, yeah, do, what do you think? I kind of somehow think it's connected. I feel like this person was scoping out which establishment should be robbed in or which one would be the safest to rob in. And maybe he settled with a church because the church, church's parking lot is maybe empty at that point. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. So, uh, but that doesn't explain the other car, though. The dark SUV. Yeah, yeah completely. We don't have even that much context mm-hmm. on it, so we can't even talk much about it. So, regular persons of interest, the usual suspects, family members, Brandon, husband, was apparently out fishing in a different state, I believe in Mississippi. So he's ruled out, and allegedly they had the bad bad moments in their relationship but according to brandon they were working on it and everything was okay leading up to the murder yeah i don't think he was the one who did it mainly because he's still the husband and if he was the one who did it he knows for sure that he would be the prime suspect and also he was in mississippi exactly so i don't think he did it mm-hmm. uh his uh, father her, her father-in-law Randy was in California. He is not even from that location, from that Texas city. Mm-hmm. So he was in California and uh, he was just kind of, I think, in an RV, mm-hmm. recreational vehicle, like Walter White, yeah. w- driving around California, basically, with, with the family, I think, with the wife. Um, he did have a weird moment where four days after the murder, he brought in a shirt to the dry cleaners that had blood on it. Which is a, bad, it's yeah. a weird moment, but apparently the 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 it happened. The blood is from a dog fight that he had to break up, mm-hmm. and apparently it checked out as dog blood. But just in general, it's a weird moment. I like I would probably avoid that kind of activity, like bringing anything with blood to the. Yeah, or maybe he did it mainly because it was not messy beaver's blood. It was complete innocence. Yeah, and then and then they actually and they actually filmed him, and then people started comparing the way he walks mm-hmm. to the killer. Was it any different? It was kind of similar, allegedly. It's similar, alleged. Jeez. Yeah, it's kind of so you kind of can go into thinking: Did the culprit actually pretend to walk with the gate in order to cast suspicion on Randy? On Randy. Crazy, right? 
Then we have a, a person called Bobby Wayne Hendry. He came into the picture here because a tip had been phoned multiple times about him. He was apparently a former tactical officer who admitted to police that he still owned his riot gear, but that it didn't fit him any, anymore. He owned a similar car to that dark SUV. He was a licensed security guard who worked Missy's funeral and attended mass at Creekside Church of Christ for Missy. He is also a former officer who worked in the Midlothian Police Department from 98 to 2002 for four years. He was fired from his job after he was accused of sexually assaulting a woman while on duty. He was also charged with tampering with evidence and official oppression. He pleaded guilty to the charges and received probation, according to CBS Texas. Henry moved to California after his dismissal and changed his name to Bobby Wayne Scheinman. He also became a fitness trainer and started a company called SWAT Fitness. I'm aiming for this guy. He claimed to have worked as a SWAT officer and military contractor, but those claims were later debunked by investigators. A second search warrant later on, after Missy was killed by police, turned up multiple devices that contained child PCP. Mm -hmm. However, he is six foot one and seems far too tall and large to be the guy in the CCTV footage who killed Missy or the girl and he denied knowing Missy or even knowing her name so the main and, and he also had an alibi that was corroborated so we have his height and an alibi that I don't know about that are working against him but it's crazy how he had that whole SWAT fitness do you think he knew who the killer was lend him the SWAT attire the SUV I've never even thought about it, honestly. Because he seems very suspicious. He had all the... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's definitely a crook and uh, a sex offender. Mm -hmm. So maybe, who knows what kind of friends he has. Exactly. And then we have Robert Brian Chrisman, uh, the guy that our... Uh, favorite YouTube researcher Aaron Stoner connected the dots when he was doing a Google image search. And he found his mugshot, Robert's mugshot, mm -hmm. and then Robert's mugshot looked very similar to the face that he was able to extract from that Nissan Altima footage. Apparently, he found a still frame where he kind of matched it up together now this guy is a sex offender that has been on the run from 2012 and he was apprehended seven months after missy beavers was murdered in california though not in texas does he have a gate no and we have no idea if he has a prosthetic leg or anything you know so no idea about this guy. I have no information about him, but apparently he has been captured and uh, Aaron Stoner believed this could be the killer. Mm -hmm. So we had to mention. What do you think? Do you, do you find any of these guys suspicious? 
The Bobby Wayne. Bobby Wayne Henry, right? Mm-hmm. You would like some more feedback on that. Yeah, guy. exactly. Yeah, I agree. I would like to learn more about him as well. So currently, as of November 2023, all we know for a fact that the killer had a gate and had SWAT gear. Mm-hmm. We know the general height estimation. We don't know what car the culprit was driving or even if they had a car. And uh, makes you think that maybe this murderer is potentially still at large. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a question. Do you think that this type of person who killed Missy in this kind of fashion, do you think that this person would ever commit another crime? Or do you think this was a situation where they committed this crime and it shook them so much that and got so much and and they and they know that this is a very popular case and they got away with murder that they decided to change their life forever and not commit any more crimes that actually depends on the person if um the person is one of these guys that you mentioned robert brian chris chrisman Kristen, or bobby wayne I think there's a possibility they would do it again but if it were just a regular let's say robbery per se they just needed some money or something else, something to steal, and they accidentally had to kill someone, it could potentially be a one-time thing. It could be a one-time thing. Yeah. It's nothing saying that it couldn't be, right? Yeah, but I'm highly suspicious about that Bobby guy, though. He had this SWAT gear, he kept it, and he had the same car. Apparently, it didn't fit him anymore. The SWAT gear was exactly. too Did small. Exactly. Did he lend it to someone? Did he sell it? What happened yeah, there? yeah, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point, actually. Um, so, I would say you know we just kind of had a podcast discussion here. Um, I would like to say that in closing, that I think it's either a master murderer mm-hmm. who planned this murder like masterfully, yeah, and it's confused really everyone good. and just got away with murder. Or it's a burglar who panicked and got really lucky. Mm-hmm. That's my closing thoughts. And I don't know where I'm leaning towards this one. I don't feel confident in saying anything about this case, like outside of just like speculating on little details, but yeah. I can't really form a conclusion here. So I'm not even going to conclude with what I think. I have no idea, honestly. I have no idea about this case. I, I think it's fascinating and um, I like to research it and think about it but i don't know wh- what happened there i just can't say what about you rain last question though how about the linkedin the linkedin messenger messenger yeah who is that person though exactly and do you think maybe because they exchange messages via linkedin that guy would know where missy was the creepy stalker guy yeah he he i think he would be aware of her social media and the like location. Fa- Facebook and sh- he would know that she was gonna hold a class exactly she would he would know the current location of Missy the current location of Missy and then they would also know that this area is secluded mm-hmm. it's almost like the perfect place exactly but then they would put on a tactical SWAT gear would be a middle aged short man with mobility problems mm-hmm. and would 
proceed to just do this whole clunky walk around. Yeah, but maybe he was just looking for Missy specif specifically. That yeah. Hence the um, relaxed vibe. He was just looking relaxed for Missy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, this person would be crazy to begin with. Exactly. So, so we have to, we can't, you know, we can't look at it from a sane person's perspective. We have mm -hmm. to think about this guy's or girl is already insane. That's true. So we have to look at their insane perspective. That's a good, that's a good talking point. At this point, I would like to ask our audience to leave your thoughts. What you think happened in this case, please contact us via weeknightmysteries.gmail.com. I have been receiving so much spam on that Gmail. I have no idea. I'm getting like Amazon gift cards every day. Hey, maybe you might as well share it. No, no, it's all scam. It's, oh, it's all from like, like not official mm -hmm. Amazon sources. And I don't know, maybe someone shared our Gmail and <laughs> put it in some, <laughs> in some list. Thanks, so guys. thank you so much <laughs> if you did it. I appreciate all the gift cards from Amazon. So either contact us there, but there's a chance we might not get back to you because it's crazy, okay? Since November 8th, I got like 50. So yeah, and then someone actually messaged us like for the podcast. I almost missed that person's email because someone, because there's like 50, uh -huh. like complete scams, like trying to get my money. Mm -hmm. And then there's this one real message so so you could try going the gmail route but or maybe just leave a comment that's easier YouTube. to find yeah. yeah yeah obviously like i would say on youtube it's gonna be easier for mm -hmm. us so please leave it on youtube instead of gmail until we sort out the gmail situation it might take a while not gonna lie well, that's and, pretty funny yeah and the second thing i would like to say leave your um thoughts on how we could improve the podcast and suggest a case so we're going back to comment suggestions because it's always fun. Yeah. Please suggest what you want us to talk about because as of right now, we have no idea mm -hmm. what's our next episode, but we're going to try to figure out. Like, I want to do that um, vampire from Transylvania. But yeah, Oh, you mean Vlad the Impaler? Yeah. On a true crime podcast? Oh, okay. That's not a very good topic. Leave us a suggestion, please. Yeah. We, we actually need bad <laughs> suggestions. So our ideas are wonky right mm -hmm. now. But thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you soon. Bye.